Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from June 14th, 2021 with your host, Nate Lauks. Nate's guest today is LaPorte County Commissioner Joe Haney. Now here's your host, Pastor Nate Lauks. Hello, friends. Today is Monday, June 14th, and you're listening to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. My name is Nate Lauks, and it's an honor to be your host today. Hey, listeners, did you know on this day in 1775, after the outbreak of the American Revolutionary War, the Continental Army was established by a resolution of the Continental Congress. The Continental Army consisted of soldiers from all 13 colonies and consisted of three divisions, six brigades, and 38 regiments. The first general of the Continental Army, who was it? The eventual first president of the United States, George Washington. A little bit of facts for you to impress your friends. Now let's get to the show. Joining me on today's show is LaPorte County Commissioner Joe Haney. Welcome, Commissioner Haney. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Nate. How are you? Good, good. Um, So good to have you in the studio. I think last time I had you on Sound Off, we were uh, through uh, different kind of uh, online stuff. I think at that point, we were doing the show where I was in one building, our producer was in another building, you were in a different building. So it's good to to be back in person here. And I know that you've been an integral part of our COVID-19 task force and, and stuff like that. Let's get a real quick update for our people. How is COVID-19 going for our county? How is our health department doing these kind of things? What are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing a lot of good things. We had uh, some really, well, zero would be the ultimate goal here in Fantastic. But uh, this past uh, basically seven days, we've been in the single digits for new cases every day. uh, let's see here. Uh, just uh, ju- yesterday, the most recent, we had two cases reported in the entire county. Uh, oh, that's a couple great. Days before that, we had one. So we're in the low, the low single digits, which is fantastic. Uh, county health department is still knocking it out of the park. Uh, the uh, clinic <clears throat> has been moved to the uh, old Laporte Hospital, so uh, it's in the uh, in the lobby there, and uh, they're going a couple days a week still. Um, still plenty of room for uh, walk-ins as well. So um, if for whatever reason you find some free time and you want to come in and get vaccinated, you can walk in and do that. They have a couple different options uh, depending on the, their volume. But uh, generally speaking, anything from the Johnson Johnson shot to Pfizer, if, you know, and uh, Moderna as well. So it's kind of almost, you know, uh, you know, pick your choice uh, at this point, which is good. So plenty of availability, plenty of appointment space as well. Do you remember roughly where our vaccination numbers are percentage-wise for the county? I forget. What is that again? So right now we're at about 47% for the county. Okay. Is that roughly similar to where most of the state is? or uh, It's a little higher than the rest of the state. The rest is, We're about two points over the rest of the state. That's uh, great. So, yeah, yeah we're, doing, we're doing really well with that. Well, I want to inform... Our, our listeners of something that is likely going to, you know, as eventually as COVID-19 stops, you know, making all the headlines, there's going to be lots of other things happening in the county as there already is. And, and obviously we'll start talking about more and more of this. But one of the things uh, that your local governments are going to be dealing with, with their uh, city councils, county councils, county commissioners, these kind of things is the American Rescue Plan. The American Rescue Plan is going to deliver $350 billion for eligible state, local, territorial, and tribal governments to respond to the COVID-19 emergency. And the goal, according to the Department of Treasury, is to bring back more jobs and make sure people are employed, these kind of things. The uh, Coronavirus State and Local Fiscal Recovery Funds, which is a part of the ARP, uh, provides eligible states, uh, local, and tribal territorial governments with a substantial 
infusion of resources to meet pandemic response needs and build a stronger and more equitable economy as the country recovers. LaPorte County is going to get $21.3 million, and I think half of that has already maybe been delivered. I know that the council and the commissioners are starting to talk about what to do with that money to invest it. I know there's a, a timeline, a deadline, uh, December 31st, 2024, to spend that money. What are some of the things that you guys are thinking about, and, and how is that money going to be decided uh, to be spent? What, what's the process that's going to be used for that? So um, we, we did receive our first batch. The first half uh, is in, which is uh, about $10.5 million. Uh, so we've got that in, uh, and that was deposited and received and credited uh, about a week ago, week and a half ago. Um, the final amount, uh, that uh, d uh, 2024 date, is where it has to be allocated. I think it act the, the final amounts finally have to be spent by the beginning of 2026, I believe. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so so from that first batch, we've had we've had a significant uh, drop in, well, I mean, a decent drop in collections from, you know, let's say uh, we got a lot of money from the riverboat, for example, and we would take that riverboat money and use it to kind of backstop some other areas uh, and improvements and different things that we did in the county. So um, over the last couple of, over the last several years, um, really for a while now, there's been some some infrastructure issues in the county that haven't really gotten as much attention that they needed, uh, and some other things as far as our county buildings uh, that really need a lot of work, um, as, and also uh, trucks, for example. I think the average age of our uh, of our fleet for our uh, highway department trucks is about 18 years. Mm. Um, those are old trucks. Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're getting eight new ones uh, right now, which is good. Um, and then you know next year, I think we should pick up at least half a dozen more, and then start cycling them in and out. So rather than run into this glut where you know we get a bunch all at once start spanning them out so that you know you're only replacing one or two a year as opposed to yeah. big batches but one of, one of the biggest things I think that we're going to focus on is doing some some much needed infrastructure improvements that have kind of been pushed off. One of the big things that I and that I, that I had ran on was uh, getting a uh, EMS base out in Rolling Prairie. Um, it had been talked about for years, but finally something that we've hammered home. Uh, we've got the plans drawn up; they're going out for engineering now. Um, using the ARP funds for that would be a good way to still make that project happen either this year or the beginning of next year um, because you know at this point they're out for engineering plans but with the way construction supplies are and stuff we may not be able to actually start construction until next year so it may i've been thinking about possibly once our engineering plans are finalized uh, so that we can actually break ground uh, possibly postponing until january 1st that base only because of the insane construction cost increases but we'll we'll see what we're able to do there i'm trying to work with local suppliers as well see what we can get um so that's going to take a, a, a decent chunk of that first part um as well as we've got the michigan city bridge um and i get a lot of questions that why don't we just tear it down <laughs> just, just <laughs> yeah. destroy it it is a historical bridge and because it's a historical bridge uh, there are specific guidelines from uh, the state and federal government that we have to adhere to so unfortunately we can't just tear it down and it's one of those things where you know when, when you have a top-down you know federal approach they look at it and they have this blanket policy and they're thinking about really historical building bridges and things when they do this now, not that the Michigan City Bridge is necessarily still historical and not worth something but when you look at a bridge it's not extremely unique mm -hmm. um, I mean it's unique in the fact that you know none of those components are made readily today but yeah. it's not one of those historic it's not like a Golden Gate Brigade yeah, Bridge absolutely. right yeah yeah um, so, in Indiana, counties have to take care of the bridges. Um, so it's a county's responsibility, and to replace that bridge, like 
really to totally redo it, you're tens of tens and tens of millions of dollars. Uh, we've got a good plan um, that I hope we can pass and get moving forward on, where it's a million dollar a year plan for the next five years, which should buy us 20 to 25 years worth of additional life out of it. Um, we got several different bids in. Another one was for about $15 million all at once. That still would have gotten us about 20 to 25 years worth mm -hmm. of life. So hopefully we'll go with that five-year, $5 million plan. Uh, we're going to be addressing that this Wednesday for some of the stuff because a lot of the parts, uh, since they're one-off parts, it takes four or five months for them to actually get made from the date you place the order. Yeah, so, so many of these parts, just to fix this bridge, have to be made just specifically for yeah. this bridge. Then. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they have to be made. And again, one of the hard things, I think if I heard you right, that um, it's not a question of whether or not you can just get rid of the bridge. The, the bridge has to stay, correct? I mean, uh, essentially. T t technically, we could pay to move the bridge somewhere else and <laughs> set it up in another location and then build a new bridge in its place, but we would have to spend millions of dollars to pick that bridge up and move it somewhere. And you can't else. get rid of that bridge specifically. No, it would, it would yeah. have to move and yeah. just go somewhere else. Exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, to a certain extent, you are stuck with the bridge, right? Yeah, so yeah, the, we're, the, we're stuck with it in one way or another. The, yeah. the question becomes then is what do you do with it, right? Yeah. And, and I can see what you're saying then is, okay, do we, you know, what kind of long-term fixes can we uh -huh. do? I'm sure whatever fix you can do, you know, like you said, if you can get 25 to 40 years of a fix on it, is about the best you can do, and you just kind of punt it down to the next generation, right? And hopefully they can figure it out. Well, well, my hope is with this, I started running the numbers on it versus the bigger fix up front versus like like this million dollar for five, you know, over five years. Um, if we do this, the, I mean, you know, whatever the inflation cost is going to be, you know, as you go out for years, but you could theoretically maintain this bridge for another hundred plus years at five million dollars every 20 to 25 years, which is way more economical than totally rebuilding it, moving it, and doing everything else with it. And then in 100 years, you would have to replace that bridge anyway, because, you know, you, you bridges, you know, just exactly. especially a bridge you're going to build today isn't, you know, 100 years, it's done. So that makes the most sense to me all the way around. But yeah, that, I get the question on the bridge all the time. And, you know, until I, until I got in office, I really started looking at it, what the specifics were. It's, it's hard to it's hard to wrap your mind around the fact that, all right, this isn't, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, but they're treating it like it is. So has that been an interesting thing for you to learn as a county commissioner to say, essentially saying, this thing has been dictated by the state, but it's a problem that the county has to figure out, right? Yeah. So the, the state or the federal government, I've, I don't know who, has essentially said, this is a historic bridge. This mm -hmm. bridge needs to exist. Yeah. And, and I'm not against historic preservation, these kind of things, but they have said, this bridge needs to exist. But you guys have to fix it. Yes. So okay. that's an interesting kind of uh, dilemma. But I, I assume that stuff happens in the government, right? Yeah, um, yeah it does. So it's one of those unintended consequences. I'm sure whoever drew this up originally was thinking about, you know, like historical bridges and, you know, really, truly historical bridges. Southern um, County, the uh, covered bridges, these yeah, kind of things, yeah, right? Yeah, and and I, I don't think, you know, they the way they wrote it, I don't think they ever intended for a bridge like this to become, you know, kind of that quote-unquote, you know, money pit, so mm -hmm. to speak. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, it, it is what it is, and I can't I can't change the dictates above us. So. Yeah. So, again, the, the, the question becomes not to, not how do we get rid of the bridge? The question becomes how do we live with the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, we've got to... Uh, 
Newport County Commissioner Joe Haney on the show today. If you have a question or a comment for Commissioner Haney, you're welcome to call the Liquor Vault on Airline at 219-362-0522 or text me at 219-362-0522. I'd be happy to ask your question or give him your comment. We're going to take a really quick break, open up the phone lines, and get to your questions or comments right after this, only on 96.7 The Eagle. All right, welcome back, friends. You're listening to Sound Off Only on 96.7 The Eagle. I'm your host, Nate Lauks, and we've got Commissioner Joe Haney with us in the studio. And we are talking about LaPorte County stuff. If you've got any questions or any comments that you would like uh, to ask Commissioner Haney, you're welcome to call us on the Liquor Vault on Airline or text us at 219-362-0522. I'd be happy to uh, put you through, and you can ask the question. Uh, here's a question we received, Commissioner, through the text line. Why doesn't the county keep the property that the Rolling Prairie Highway Department, um, I assume, is on and build them a building there? That, that's actually an excellent question. That's one of the things that I wanted to see the new EMS base at the location, where, the new location where it's going to be um, at the old, that old uh, Sauk River uh, rest stop. Um, I think that's a great spot for it. I think the highway base probably would have been better to stay where it is, build a new one, you know, tear the old one down, build a new one there. There's plenty of room there. Uh, we've got an 800 megahertz radio tower out there. It can't be moved. Um, the council really wanted, um, they really want to sell that property. Uh, so that's in order to, you know, it's one of the, you know. Where's you, that highway property at? That highway property is out, um, you go down 20, is that 400 out there? Okay. Um, it's about a quarter, half a mile off of uh, off of 20. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's a decent-sized parcel. It's about 40 acres. Um, I kind of wanted to build a high, the new highway base out there and then turn the, the, the rest of it because there's, there's, there's water there. We put some trails and make it kind of mm-hmm. you know, hiking nature-type area. But um, in order to, 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 to get the agreement to go ahead with everything and everything, you know, the council wanted to get rid of that parcel and put everything on the one parcel. So hopefully, I mean, I've seen the plans, the, the design for where the new highway base, you know, being toward the northern end of the property and the southern end being the EMS base. It works. Um, I'd kind of rather see them on two separate parcels, but... You, know, you kind of you have to make your compromises, and getting a new EMS base was my big priority. So making that happen is uh, uh, is, is con- crucial. For construction costs, like you said, are one of the things that will play into when this building will start and things like that. Um, are you hoping before the end of the year or by early next year, if if construction costs cooperate, and are you hoping to get that started by then? So I was I was hoping to break ground by before the end of summer. So we're we're in the last phase that we need for our engineering. We've got that, that that's already been bid out. That's already been assigned. So they're doing the final drafting, drawing plans. Uh, the actual we had plans, but mm-hmm. the actual engineering architecture yeah. things that you need to build a building. Um, so all that's being done. So that should be done within I think six four to six weeks. That that'll be done. So we'll be able to actually start breaking ground. The question is. With the increase in costs, it's almost <clears throat> it's tough because I really want to get the CMS base out there. We need that. Um, maybe we do the EMS base now and then the highway base next year, or maybe we just push both of them off to the very beginning of next year. But no matter if we do push something off, which I'd rather not, but if we do, um, we'll have every single thing in 
repeat in place so there's nothing to do but say, you know, put the shovels in the ground. Yeah, sure. All right, let's get to some callers here. If you've got a question or a comment for Commissioner Joe Haney, you're welcome to call us at 219-362-0522 or text us at 219-362-0522 on the Liquor Vault on the airline. All right, let's get to our first caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Welcome to the show. What's your question or comment? Hi, sir. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day outside, isn't it, Steve? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Mr. Haney, thank you for coming to answer our calls. Um, my question is probably like a two-parter. The health officer, Dr. Ducey, is paid. Her salary is paid by the taxpayers, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, since the governor has stripped her basically of all authority to shut down the local economy, uh, why are we keeping her on the payroll? And why not save the taxpayers some money by eliminating her job? Thank you. Sure. So um, the position of uh, county health officer, uh, her role as a physician uh, is re is required for certain. Uh, there, there's several things that are required where we need a health officer. One, the health department has to act under the direction of a medical officer. Uh, so there has to be a physician in that position. Um, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into that, but but statutorily for our health department to operate, there needs to be a doctor at the head. Uh, so there does have to be a physician in that position. All right, here's a question we received. Uh, actually, let's get to another caller real quick. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Welcome to the show. What's your question or comment? Hi, I have just kind of a comment uh, about that whole deal with uh, Mr. Friedman and Mr. Stables. Uh, I'm not sure because, and, and uh, Mr. Haney can correct me on this because I'm not sure how or inform me on how does Mr. Friedman get appointed, and I, I'm not understanding why Mr. Friedman was so quick to jump into a lawsuit rather than try to settle this civilly as an adult person, and if he couldn't talk to Mr. Stables about it, if they couldn't come to an agreement that maybe the county commissioners could have stepped in and tried to resolve this rather than taking the drastic step of a lawsuit. But I'm not sure uh, if Mr. Friedman, I feel the same way about him as I do about anyone else that's been in office that long, or the position he's held since he wasn't voted in, that we need fresh blood. We need somebody new. We can't have these people depending on these jobs for, you know, just depending on it. So that's my kind of question comment. All right. Uh, let's start there with how is the, um, I, I don't think a lot of people understand, how is a, a county attorney, um, it is not an elected position, but it is an appointed position. And how is a county attorney uh, appointed? Correct. So uh, the county attorney is appointed by the commissioners. It's a vote by the three commissioners. Uh, typically, it's uh, done every January uh, uh, the, at the first meeting of the year when the, when the uh, um, organizational meeting occurs. So uh, at the organizational meeting, uh, it was a two-to-one vote. Uh, Commissioner uh, Mersinski and Mateus voted to uh, retain uh, Attorney Friedman, and I voted uh, against uh, uh, keeping him on board. Um, it, it is, um, and, and it's an at-will position, so there's no uh, there's no set term for that. So he, you know, any 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 county attorney or council attorney or uh, you know any of the board attorneys can be replaced at any time. It will, you know, you know, with or without cause, without any penalty. It's just it's an at-will position. And real quick, Commissioner, I, I don't think a lot of people understand. Again, um, the council has their own attorney, mm -hmm. and many of the commissions as well have yeah. attorneys as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. so. Um, what you're doing, theoretically anyway, is constitutional, correct? 
Yes. So uh, the the position of county attorney is a little a little a little different in that like the council attorney is just for the council, the uh, board of zoning appeals attorney is just for the board of zoning appeals, plan commission attorney is just plan commission attorney, etc. The county attorney uh, traditionally in this county, at least for for several decades anyway, uh, represents not just the commissioners in the county, but also does legal work for the sheriff's department, the clerk's office, auditor's office, uh, treasurer, stuff like that. So. Um, there's there's a number of different things, and I think that's probably where the caller's question came in. As far as uh, it is, it is uh, you know highly regular for an attorney to sue someone that they represent. Uh, so you know the, the the county attorney technically represents the auditor in this county. So you have the county attorney suing the auditor, and it's 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 really weird. Uh, that that that's why I had originally uh, called for him to uh, him to step down while this lawsuit is going on. Um, and then of course, obviously later on, as, as as things developed and other things happened, I called uh, I called to terminate his contract. Um, it's it's an unfortunate situation uh, that that's happening. Uh, I, I I do think it'll ultimately it'll work itself out. You know, there's there's um ultimately you know this thing is going to get to de- sworn depositions um as well as uh, you know if, if it goes all the way you know to to you know to probably a jury trial with you know with sworn testimony and uh, i'm looking forward to testifying testifying to everything that i've said everything that i've said in all the meetings and everything is 100 percent accurate and uh, i'm willing to testify to that so it'll be it'll be interesting to see if other parties will also testify under oath under penalty of perjury uh, to some of the things that have gone back and forth, but I'm definitely looking forward to it, and uh, I would think uh, I would think the auditor as well is is looking forward to uh, to uh, testimony in that as well. All right, let's get to some more questions. Uh, what's it going to take to open up 300 East going into KOP? It's not going to affect hunters or farmers, but it'll benefit people uh, and farmers that go out there instead of going from 104 all the way to 35. And 500 South is not farm machinery friendly. So that's something I was actually looking at several months ago when I went out there. We uh, there was a decision that was made in conjunction with the DNR to close. Uh, uh, there's a gate uh, just kind of on the east side of uh, of the industrial park uh, that goes up against uh, DNR land. Uh, there's a uh, Kingsbury uh, shooting ranges right out there as well. So that gate was closed. Um, I've had a couple questions about that. We it, it, in part of the talks and agreements, I made sure that we uh, we got um, about a half a dozen keys. Uh, that went to our highway department has keys, our uh, building commissioner has key, uh, the local fire department out there has a key, our EMS group has a key in the, uh, as well, so that if that gate ever needs to be opened, we can open it you know, for emergency purposes or anything else, so it's not like it's permanently closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does cut down on that traffic and that industrial traffic going through the nature area. So the area that's out there, there's two of them that are out there, I'm pretty sure I know uh, what the message is referring to, I think. Um, Opening that up, I don't think it would take a tremendous amount of work and money to open that up. Um, that's something that it would have to be voted on by the commissioners to open that road back up and go through there. And it's probably something for our uh, uh, county engineer to look at and look at the feasibility on that and see if it makes sense what the impact would be. All right, another text we received. Thank you for this listener for doing this. The county highway uh, department is currently at 700 east and 400 north, about a half a mile south of State Road 2. So thank you so much for texting that in. I did ask where that was. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, one more text and then we'll get to some callers. What is up with the LaPorte County Courthouse and its look? Are they ever going to fix the bleached out spots? So um, part of the, part of the um, bleached out spots, there's actually a... Um a reason for that and I was talking with our uh, building uh, maintenance uh, director about that a couple of weeks ago um, 
it, 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 it eludes me at the moment. Uh, but but that is something that we've looked into, uh, and and we're going to try and move forward with that. We're also trying to still deal with the crows and and and, and that issue of some crow poop uh, out there that came up, which was uh, you know something that's kind of been it, it's been both something we're taking seriously and a little bit of a lighthearted uh, thing there. You know, the crows got to live somewhere, and we're trying to abate that as best we can in a humane way. It is a, a serious topic for those who don't like the crow poop. Um, right. So let's get to another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? What's your question or comment for Commissioner Haney? Uh, well, I was just, uh, I, was just I had a problem uh, with a uh, testing uh, parking lot. I mean, uh, I was just kind of wondering uh, about the design. I mean, what the plan is for uh, the over, uh, the congested uh, traffic uh, and parking when uh, school's out and uh, I, I walk the track over there once in a while and um, around, uh, you know, when school's out, I see people that, uh, you know, they, they ain't got no place to park uh, to pick their kids up. Uh, I even see them over at the park, uh, the, the walking track park over there. They're parked over there wanting to pick their kids up. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking to, just wanting to know what, the, what kind of plan did they got for uh because I guess now, uh, you know, before it was just Kessling. So now I guess there's uh, another another uh, school there. Uh, I was just kind of figuring, uh, you put another school there, you're going to need another parking lot. So uh, I was just kind of wondering, uh, you know, what kind of, it seems like there's some sort of a failure there for a parking plan. And uh, I was just wanting to know uh, if there's any plan to, uh, you know, to, to fix that problem. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling. So I am 99% sure that entire area there is in the city limits of Laporte. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think the county, I don't think, I think Kessling Park is technically a city park. Yeah. Correct? It's a city park. It's not a county park. Yeah. I, and I don't believe there's another school that's being planned in that. If I can remember all the conversations we've mm -hmm. had and Mayor Dermody will be on the show again next week. Uh, so uh, maybe uh, Dennis can ask him about some of that. But um, I, I do believe, again, parking... Uh, one of the things that they're doing, I think, currently at this space, and again, Mayor Dermody can uh, confirm or deny this, is they plan on fixing some of the traffic patterns on 18th mm -hmm. Street and fixing some of that, making it a little more walking-friendly as well for those who are walking. Um, I don't know what they plan on doing with parking, but it'd be a good question not only for the school who controls the parking there, but also for the Parks Department and the mayor for uh, the the parking at the actual park. Uh, they've got, a, I think, a pretty significant vision for that park, and I'm sure as they grow that vision and grow the use for it, parking will have to be a part of it as well. So uh, we'll find out more of that as we go. But um, we're going to take a real quick break here. Um, phone lines are open. If you have a question or comment, you're welcome to text or call me on the Liquor Vault on airline, 219-362-0522. I'd be happy to uh, patch you through to Commissioner Haney. If you have a question about something happening in the county, we'd be happy to entertain that question and answer it if we can. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to take just a couple minute break here and be right back here on Sound Off, only on 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends, to our final segment of Sound Off here on 96.7 Eagle. The phone lines are open. If you have a text or a uh, call that you'd like to put in to Commissioner Haney, who's on the show in the studio today, you're welcome to call the Liquor Vault on airline at 219-362-0522. Um, just put that in your phone as Nate Lauk's Sound Off so that when you've got a question or a comment, you can text it or call it to us because uh, we love hearing from you. Here's a, a question for you that just came in. 
For the commissioner, uh, we have a deaf child on 300 East between 2 and 20. We need a sign for that and a sign for no semis. They speed through there and we have a deaf child in the area. Can you please help me? Yes, absolutely. Um, if you would be so kind as to shoot me an email, uh, jhaney at laporteco.in.gov, J-H-A-N-E-Y, uh, at L-A-P-O-R-T-E-C-O dot I-N dot gov, and I will get that, uh, I will get right on that. All right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, people don't realize, uh, the county is one of the largest employers in the county, correct? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of yeah. different moving parts in the county. Uh, how are you guys doing for employment? Are there jobs? We've got people listening that might be looking for work or better work or maybe work in an area they really want to work in. How is employment coming? Is it struggling like a lot of the other companies and factories are, or are you, do you have a full workforce and labor force right now? We we are we definitely need help at the county. So um, and these are we're, we're not in, in many ways more in, than in many ways. ways. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so um, we don't we don't have new positions, but we do have multiple positions that are open right now. Everywhere from uh, uh, you know seasonal part time seasonal work at the uh, at the parks department. There's full time position there. Um, work throughout, be it, you know, I think from the clerk's office to uh, if you're an EMT, if you're a paramedic especially, um, community corrections. Uh, there's a number of different positions. There's at least a dozen positions open right now in the county. You can go to the county website um, and, and look that up and, and go to the employment tab and you'll see there's tons of jobs in the county right now if you're looking for something. Do you know what the county website off the top of your head is? Uh, Laporteco.in.gov. Okay, so if you are interested there, uh, again, in one of those positions, and as the commissioner said, there's office positions, there's uh, mm -hmm. laborer positions, there's all kinds of different positions. Um, what are some of the benefits for working for the county? Because sometimes, again, wage might not be as high as some other places, but mm -hmm. there are some benefits, correct? Th there are. So, um, you know, there's, uh, there's, you know, we have our full slate of, you know, the quote-unquote government holidays, mm -hmm. uh, which are good. Um, we also have a fantastic uh, benefits uh, package for employees uh, for insurance. Uh, we have fantastic insurance. We offer also also offer uh, vision and dental as well. Great. Um, there's uh, as a county employee, you also can participate uh, in the uh, Indiana Perf, uh, which is I forget exactly what Perf stands for, but it's the retirement plan for government workers um, that you know the county pays in a portion of that as well. So there there are while the initial upfront pay may not be fantastic. Um, the the long term benefits of of really good insurance coverage and uh, retirement plan is is definitely something to keep in mind. All right, something to look into. Let's get to another caller. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Welcome to the show. What's your question or comment? Hello. Hi. How are you? What's your question or comment for Commissioner Haney? My question is: How many roads or miles of roads are being worked on this year? Mm. I heard the comment about the older trucks that the county highway department has and i wanted to know a little bit more about that old bridge in michigan city that connects to washington park sure sure so um we are going to be paving um a little over 20 new miles uh, and then chip sealing approximately 40 miles the chip sealing will extend the life of our current roads out um, 
th th that's one thing that I want to work on. Uh, that, that's a plan that was drawn up at the very beginning of the year here for this year for paving. Next year, I want to make sure, uh, I, I would honestly like us to do double that. Uh, we have, LaPorte County is the second largest county land-wise in the state. Uh, it also has the second uh, largest amount of roads uh, in the state as well. And if, if we don't start dealing with our infrastructure in a much larger way, um, we simply can't keep up. But what we're doing this year is nowhere near enough to keep our heads above water. There's a minimum amount you have to do every year just to stay, just to just to tread water, and, and and that's not enough. And then our legislators and representatives are trying to get some people in Indianapolis to understand too where we're at on the lake, where we're at in the state, where we're situated. Mm -hmm. Our infrastructure gets hit a lot harder than a lot of other parts of the state, correct? And so oh, you know, uh, oh, oh yeah, all the all the between all the snow plowing that takes place, uh, the you know the salting of the roads and stuff that takes its tremendous uh, tremendous strain on the roads and it's it's something we have to deal with added to this uh, text that came in is there a list of roads that we can find somewhere that are planned on being paved this year uh, if anybody wants to shoot me an email I can get you a list of that I don't know that there's um, I don't know that there's an actual list or a website or anything published or yeah or, or anything like that All right, let's get to another caller Hello, you're on sound off. How are you? Welcome to the show. What's your what's your comment or question for Commissioner Haney? Just a comment. Public Employee Retirement Fund, Mr. Commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Have a nice day, gentlemen. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yes, that is perf. Uh, when you get involved with government, and whether it's a, as an elected official or a commissioner or anything, you realize that there are more acronyms than you could ever learn to remember. There are just so many. It's a tremendous amount. Um, here's a question for you. Doesn't that bridge only have to raise for large sailboats and yachts? I guess I'm thinking millions of dollars for just a select few. So th th this is another one of those things where there's several other things that go into account. So there's a, a Coast Guard uh, base station route post, whatever right there, it is there. Right. Yeah. And so the Coast Guard the Coast Guard is very specific that when the Coast Guard needs to get through there, there's no excuses. They get through. Um, so that bridge has to be operational. If we don't, we incur the wrath of uh, the fifth, you know, one of the one of the branches of the United States Coast Guard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do that. And aside, it's a safety issue as well because you know their their main purpose up there on the lake is you know is is, is protecting life. Uh, it is know, again so. though added to that interesting component where you've got the Coast Guard saying this is what we would like to have. Yet the county still having to finance mm -hmm. again for yeah. the desires of a state, federal, and uh, you know military uh, entities. But anyway, uh, Commissioner Haney, thank you so much for being on the show. I'll give you the final word. What would you like our listeners to know today? Um, summer's here. Get outside, and enjoy it. We've got tons of stuff going on in our county parks. Uh, everything from nature's tiny tots uh, at Lure Park, which is a free thing that runs June through August. Um, go to the park, our county parks website, uh, LaPorteCountyParks.org, uh, and you can find out more information about this. There's there's discovery days, um, uh, healthy lifestyles where you can go, and there's different folks who will come out and speak. Um, the Pioneer days at Creek Ridge. Um, all, all the dates and stuff, since we don't have time to get into that, uh, are up on that county park website almost all of it's free some of it if there's you know some crafting projects or something there's a small fee you know like five dollars you know mm -hmm. something nominal uh, just to cover the cost of the supplies but a lot of fun stuff to do in this county um and and just get out there and enjoy it and yeah kudos to the county parks department who works hard i was telling commissioner haney that it's hard to keep wooded areas looking great and they do we were just at lure park not long ago and it looked wonderful uh the new pavilion there's great so if you haven't been to a county park lately you should get out there 
Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank our producer, Dennis Sedell, for uh, his work. Uh, thank you, Jeff Wugazer, for, uh, for editing this uh, and putting it on the podcast. If you haven't listened to our podcast yet, I encourage you to do that. Um, if you miss any episode, it'll be on there. Also, I want to thank you again for listening. Thank you, Commissioner Haney. We're going to be back here on Friday. We'll have an episode for you, a topic that you can call and text about that it matters to you. Um, but until then, be good to yourself, be good to others, and keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7theeagle.com.